Welcome, Hemming, back to the Hemming Brainiac podcast of legends. Uh, we're talking about Hemingway's shorts and poems, number eight, the poem called Captives. Um, just while I load that up, because I closed all my windows for some reason, I'll tell you about a something else. A something else. Oh, yes, I'm getting all geared up for a big year of War and Peace next year. I'm just going to make the whole year War and Peace themed. All right. A whole year of war and peace. I mean, that's by name. But I'm going to go extra. I'm not just going to read the chapters and discuss them. I'm going to be doing the podcast again. So a second read through on the podcast with hopefully more in-depth discussion and also taking it from that, you know, beginner's level, covering the basics, and I'll hopefully be able to go even deeper. So that will be really cool. And I'm doing my translation i'm getting all ready for twitch i'm going to be i think i think i'm going to stream the translating on on twitch if i'm going to be spending a couple of hours every day doing it um obviously you know it's kind of pending if it can make money along the way because a couple of hours a day is you know no no one has that time spare yeah you know to if, if it's not generating income if that makes sense. So Twitch seems like a good way to do that and pre-selling the finished copies, pre-selling or selling the, um, you know, book one, book two, as they become available. Book one is also already available if you're interested. I'm going to be adding that on as an e. I think it's already as an e-book. Um, actually, now that I think about it. So you can pick that up already if you want on your Kindle. Uh, and just seeing how I go with that. I'm Look, the project is one that I want to to do. It's similar to this podcast. Like, I think by now I've done three years of daily podcasts. I haven't missed a day and I haven't generated, you know, a dollar really the whole time. I do have patrons and I'm very thankful for them. And there is a surplus few dollars every month after I pay for all the podcast hosting and everything like that. But by surplus few dollars, I mean literally like four or five dollars. It's enough to to buy a coffee and if you're thinking oh, that's enough to buy lots of coffee then you don't live in australia where a coffee costs about five dollars fifty so it's yeah it's a coffee you, you you're buying me a coffee a month which i do appreciate but it's not i'm not going to live off a coffee a month i've got to pay the bills so that's my thing to solve you don't have to worry about that and i don't want to just sort of put my hat out and say all right guys fund this i want to come up with a way where it's um you know, uh, providing value beyond what I'm already doing. So that's why I'm thinking the daily Twitch streams where we can get together. I'm thinking of calling it writer's room. And so I'll be working on my translation and you guys will be able to watch along and, and help out. But also it's just a room for people who are into writing or reading to just talk books, talk about their current projects uh, and be as interactive as possible. So it's going to be kind of like an online giant um book nerd club but not a book club not a book club it's a hangout for book nerds writers and readers alike that's what i'm thinking i think it could be really cool and also outsiders interested in the creative process or who just want to watch along and, and see me translate the book i think it could be fun you know now oh yeah that's what i was saying i think by now it's clear as i was saying i, I haven't really generated any money from doing three years of daily podcasts so 
I think early on there were people who were thinking I was doing this to make money. And while I, you know, it's always nice to be paid for your efforts, I think by now, three years of effort for no financial gain, it's quite clear that I'm just doing this because I want to do it. Um, if you doubt that, then you're a maniac because, um, you know, there are many other way, things I could be doing with my time to make money. Uh, so similarly with the, the Aussie translation of War and Peace, uh, it, it would be great if it generates money. Um, and that's the sort of idea, but it's also just something that I want on my list of things that I've done. You know, when I'm on my deathbed and I'm handing my sacred heirlooms to my heirs, <laughs> you know, I want them to say, wait, you translated war and peace into Aussie Bogan? And I'll say, yes. And, and here it is. And if you ever want to remember me, read this silly, stupid book and know that I was the kind of guy who did these kinds of things. That's really, that's for me, I'm saying it in a silly way, but that's quite seriously why I do these things. Um, which makes it sound like I've got some terminal illness or something. I don't have a terminal illness. <laughs> I just, you know, I want to leave something behind and I want what I leave to behind, what I leave behind to be kind of awesome and also silly. Awesome and silly. That's how I would love to, to go down in history. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my next year for you. That's what I'm excited about. Um, I'm gearing up to make that as awesome as I can. So, uh, I know quite a lot of people were thinking, oh, I don't really want to read War and Peace again. Uh, but I would urge you to consider that it's going to be more than just reading War and Peace again. There's going to be more to do. So, at, uh, join us in the writing room, you know, on Twitch. And, and hang out with us while I work on my project. And it might be a bit, it, maybe if you're not going to read the book with us, it might be a good way to stay in touch throughout the year. Twitch is good too because it's something that, like, I follow a couple of friends on Twitch. Um, actually, the singer of my band is a Twitch streamer. He does quite well for me. That's his job, really. That's his full time job. And he plays video games. That's so a bit different. But I don't get to see him that often, especially over, um, over you know, the last few months. And so it's been good to just every now and then drop in and have a little chat with him and, and see how he's going on his stream. It's a really cool thing. So yeah, that's what I envisage for next year for me and us. All right, let's uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about Captives by Hemingway, poem uh, number eight. Captives goes like this. Am I up to? I feel like I'm skipping one. Oh, no, this is the right one. All right, Captives goes like this. Some came in chains, unrepentant but tired, too tired but to stumble, thinking and hating were finished, thinking and fighting were finished, retreating and hoping were finished. Cures thus a long campaign, making death easy. Whew. So, um... A pretty full-on poem and it's like almost like at the end of thinking and hating at the end of fighting at the end of retreating from you know ob inevitable well obviously or sorry what am i saying presumably a losing battle they're retreating and they're hoping that they'll be get away and have a successful retreat and i think by the by the start of the poem being called captives and talking of being in chains it's clear that that retreat was unsuccessful and the cure for this long and failed campaign makes 
death easy. So, uh, it's just like this, for me, a story too tired but to stumble. Unrepentant but tired. So they're not, they're offering no apology. But they're too tired to do anything. They're too tired to fight. The fighting's finished. The hating's finished. The retreat and any hope is finished. And at the end of all this, death is easy. What a, what a sad story. Swim said the Mama Fishy said, This is considered to be one of Hemingway's war poems, published in 1920. It can be inferred that the captives are prisoners of war. It's reminiscent to me of the gloomy poetry I wrote back in my youth. Wow. I mean, I wrote gloomy poetry in my youth, but I don't think I any, ever sort of wrote anything as gloomy, especially considering that Hemingway was in World War One, And so the gloomy nature of this is probably coming from real first-hand experience, not sort of just teenage angst. <laughs> Although it is interesting to think that, like, how angsty and gloomy were you as a teenager with really, uh, I mean, I don't know your life, but really no major problems to be so gloomy about. And um, imagine these people at these walls were often just teenagers. So can you imagine the gloom? <laughs> can you imagine the angst? Oh, my God. I never really thought of it like that, but wow. Um, anyway, nice and short and sweet today. Um, that's all we've got. One comment about the poem. I liked this poem. I... Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think last night when I read it, when I posted the, the, the thing, I, I, it just kind of washed over me. And then that kind of seems to keep happening. I read it and I wash, it washes over me and I go, oh, I don't really get that. And then it's like it settles in my brain overnight. And then when I come back and do the podcast and I read it on air, it actually kind of all clicks into place and, and makes sense. So that's interesting to note. All right. Um, have a great day. Uh, 24 hours, I suppose, and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.